2022. Is it just me or do any other millennials feel like the year 2000 was 10 years ago? Well, we are well into the 20s, which is weird at this point. And because it's the end of the year, it's time for a yearly recap because we have churned out some pretty incredible episodes, if I do say so myself. And a lot of the ideas and inspiration came directly from you. So whether you're new to the show or you've been here since episode one, you'll find something for you in this episode. I'm digging into the top downloaded episodes, which which includes tips for booking more clients from marketing school students, how to boost your sales, writing killer testimonials, and how to make an extra $2,000 this month. Welcome to the From Better Half to Boss podcast. I'm Tavia Redburn, and on this show, I share how I retired my husband from his nine to five with my birth photography business, all while homeschooling my three kids. If you have a passion, there is a reason. It's because you were made to follow that passion. It's your time to go from better half to boss. Hey y'all, I'm Tavia and I help photographers learn how to specialize and get fully booked with ideal clients so they can go full-time. I do this with my birth photography certification and my seven-step marketing system. Okay, I am so excited and I just can't hide it. I know that sounded cheesy, but it totally makes me think of Jesse Spano. Do you guys know what I'm talking about from Saved by the Bell? If you're born like after 1990, you have no idea what I'm talking about. But if you are an 80s baby, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay, so I'm excited because I want to share if you want to improve the technical side of your work in birth, newborn, and maternity images, I am one of the instructors for the 2022 online newborn retreat. I'll be teaching you all about birth photography. In fact, you'll get to come along behind the scenes with me to a mock or staged birth, and you're going to be a fly on the wall as I capture labor, birth, and immediately postpartum. You can check out all the details at www.taviaredburn.com slash Milky Way. This is a brand new training, never before seen in any of my courses, and it's exclusively part of this retreat. If you've ever wanted to add birth photography to your business, but haven't photographed a birth yet, or maybe you photographed a few, but still need inspiration and tips for how to effectively photograph birth without being in the way and in low light situations, this class is for you. Bonus, along with my class, you'll also be learning from 22 other instructors about newborn and maternity photography. So you're getting 23 30 to 60 minute training videos. It is a steal, you guys. So sign up or learn more at taviaredburn.com slash Milky Way. Okay, my excitement is over. Now I'm excited for you to get back to the episode. I don't know if you guys can hear it in my voice, but you know that feeling that you have like right before you need to sneeze (laughs) and it feels like a sneeze is about to come and you like want it to come and it won't. That's like the feeling I have right now. So forgive me if I just randomly uh, start sneezing. Well, by the time this episode comes out, Christmas will have come and gone. So I hope that you had an amazing time with your family, just resting, hopefully a little bit of rest. I know for moms, that's not usually what happens at Christmas time, but we're entering into my, one of my favorite weeks of the year. Like if not 
my absolute favorite week of the year. And that is the week after Christmas, but the week before New Year's where it's just like things kind of stand still and you get to look back at your year and look forward to the upcoming year. And it's a really fun and exciting week. So if you haven't already, take a chance um, to go back and listen to last week's episode maybe the week before I am batching a little bit. So my, my times are confused of when stuff is coming out, but go back and listen to the episode about planning. I think it was episode 73 where I laid out how we plan our year at the beauty and birth, as well as how we teach our students to plan their year. If you need like a little workshop, a little kick in the booty to plan your year this week, I highly encourage you to go back and listen to that. And if you're a student inside of marketing school, we are running a giveaway for everyone who completes that workshop through the 31st. So go check in the Facebook group and the pinned posts. There is a video that will walk you through how to do all the planning. There's a workbook there for you. And we're doing a giveaway at the end of the year. So make sure and check that out. So this first clip isn't going to surprise you. I love hearing from other photographers what's working well in their industry right now. And this clip is from a quick tip Tuesday episode where I shared four tips for booking more clients directly from marketing school students. Tip number one, and it's something I say all the time, so you're probably used to hearing it, become known for something by specializing. Become known for something by specializing. I know I sound like a broken record, but this tip was significant for my student, Tia. She said, I have relationships with most of the midwives in the areas and most of the doulas. Because she specialized, she said, I raised my prices and I booked births at those prices. And I was scrolling through the local Facebook group the other day and someone was looking for a photographer and someone had screenshotted my page. This is Tia talking. Someone had screenshotted my page and posted it. I had no idea who this person was who shared my page and scrolling through the comments, the lady who was the original poster said, I've heard about Tia and I've heard that she's awesome. And it's just been great to see that people know my name that I don't know. That is the power, you guys, of specializing. Whenever you niche down and choose something really specific when you're first starting out, people start to know you for that thing. So you've heard me say it often, and now Tia is saying it as well, is like one of the key ways that she was able to stand out and book her ideal client was because she specialized. And here's the thing, guys, specializing doesn't have to be birth. It's what I chose to specialize in. It's what Tia chose to specialize in. But a lot of my students have had success specializing in newborns or even weddings too. Like we have students inside marketing school who um, are wedding videographers. One of them is like a a birth coach. She doesn't even do photography. (laughs) So the key is just to choose a specialty and then put it on blast. And the key here is also to niche down and then expand later if you want to. You don't have to stay that niche forever. The point of niching is to quickly become known for something. So that is tip number one. If you don't have a super specific specialty, this is your sign to go ahead and do it. And if you have questions about that, let me know in the chat. I'm happy to help. Earlier this year, I realized that I talk about marketing and business 
here on the podcast, but I don't talk as much about sales. And truthfully, that's probably because it's something that I've really had to dig into to get comfortable with myself, meaning it doesn't come supernaturally to me. And I think that chances are you can relate to that. And if you can, I want to take you back to episode 64, which was 12 photography sales strategies to hit 10K months. What we're going to hear a clip from is point number four, and I think this is going to be the one that will be the easiest for you to implement today. The fourth sales strategy to hit 10K months as a photographer is be a good listener. Be a good listener. If you listen closely to your client in the pre-booking phase and ask the right questions, you'll find out exactly what they're hoping to get from the session with you. And as a result, you can offer products that fit that need. For example, if your client mentions wanting lifestyle moments and those sweet in-between moments in their session, then you might suggest an album like, hey, remember you said you love the in-between moments. I think an album would be perfect for your photos because we can put several photos on each page and it will really tell your family's story. Or if they want to have a great family photo of everyone looking and smiling, you might suggest a large canvas to display in their living room. But not every client is just going to casually mention this like, oh, hey, we really want a great looking and smiling photo or we really love the in-between moments. So I ask my clients directly, what would you like to do with these photos? Or what is your end goal with this session? And another less direct way to ask is to say to your client, either in person or in an online questionnaire, imagine you're seeing these photos for the first time and you are in love with them. Tell me what you're seeing. What is it that makes you love them so much? Okay, so I'm curious. Do you want to make an extra $2,000 this month with photography? I mean, I'm sure we're all raising our hands, right? Every month it is important to have a marketing plan in place so that you can keep your income coming in on a steady basis, right? But every once in a while, some of us just need some extra cash. Maybe you need the money for a new online course or a new lens. And so this next clip came from episode 50, where I shared six ways to make an extra two to $3,000 this month. Offer themed mini sessions. Themed mini sessions could include like breastfeeding mini sessions, motherhood mini sessions, um, or like holiday themed sessions for Christmas or 4th of July or back to school. I've also done really basic, what I just called black and white minis that were of the children only individually for just like really classic photos that my clients loved. It was in studio, simple backdrop, black and white only. It was really easy for me to do and my clients really loved them. So I love that mini sessions are unique. So you're not devaluing your longer sessions, like a full family session or a mini session, or excuse me, maternity session by offering these. They're typically like a quick in and out, which means you can photograph three to four families in an hour instead of just one. So that's what makes them stand out. It's not just that you're discounting your existing sessions by making them shorter and cheaper. The way to do mini sessions well without devaluing your brand and your full sessions is to make them unique and themed. They're not regular family sessions. They're not mini maternity sessions all crammed in together. They're themed and unique. 
So one little pro tip here when it comes to themed mini sessions is to add some upsells after their session is complete, like extra digital files or a small album to increase the amount that you're earning per client. For Mother's Day or holiday sessions, you could also consider offering custom products that you don't offer any other time of the year, like coffee mugs with photos on them or t-shirts or water bottles with the photos on them. Ornaments are also a great idea for Christmas and something like a coffee mug might be something moms would love for Mother's Day. And for me in particular, I don't know if you feel this way, but something like a tumbler would be something I would like to receive as a gift with a photo from my session on it. So just research the cost of making each product beforehand so that when you're selling it, you know how to turn a profit. And just to give you a rule of thumb, it's common to charge three to four times what it costs you. So if it costs $12 for a mug, consider charging between 30 and $40 for the client. So if you charge $150, for a 15-minute breastfeeding session, that means you could book four clients in an hour, which is $600 or $1,200 if you did two hours of shooting. Now, I know if I had heard this recommendation when I was in my first year or two of business, I would have like broken into hives with anxiety because booking mini sessions was always really stressful for me, mainly because I was anxious about booking them. Like, I knew I had a limited number of spots, but I still struggled to fill them. So some tips when it comes to filling your mini session, like we just talked about, make them themed so they're unique. Like 4th of July is coming up for us here in the U.S. If you did a 4th of July themed mini session, in fact, I posted about this um, in some of our local groups. Like I was looking for a photographer who was going to do 4th of July themed mini sessions in front of a fireworks stand because in the city that I live, we have um, fireworks. We're allowed to shoot off fireworks. And so there's fireworks stand all over town. And my kids are getting older. And I know it's one of these things that eventually they're not going to want to do anymore as far as not fireworks. They'll always want to do fireworks. But like doing these little mini sessions. I'm a photographer. I could just do it myself, but I don't want to, like, I just don't want to deal with it. I don't want to worry about it. I want somebody else to handle it. So the fact that it's like a themed session almost makes it more valuable and makes me willing to pay more for it because it's really specific. So hopefully you see the difference between like a themed mini session and then just a mini session that's shorter. Right? So Another idea for filling your mini sessions, if you're new to mini sessions, is to, yes, make them profitable, but also a little bit on the cheaper side. And once you have experience booking themed minis, you can always raise the price. Another idea is to create an interest list before you announce them. Create an interest list of people who are like, yes, I want the info for this before you announce the details and open booking. That's a really simplistic way to say it because going into it would literally take hours. But this is a process we line out in detail with slides and templates and videos inside the model call challenge process. So if you're a student in either the beauty and birth photography course or inside marketing school for birth photographers, you have access to the model call challenge process. And it is to help photographers get up to five birth photography clients in 30 days. However, you can use this exact same process to launch 
your mini session. So if you're like, I've gone through the model call challenge, but I never thought about using it for something other than births, go back and watch it and you'll see how you can use it for something like a themed mini session. If you're not in either of those courses, you can go to the beautyandbirth.net slash shop and the model call process is there for sale on that page. But basically the general premise of it is you're creating an interest list before you announce all the details for booking. So that would be my first stop if I was looking to make an extra two to $3,000 in my photography business in the next 30 days. The next clip is from episode 51, and this is one of the most powerful yet frequently underutilized forms of word of mouth marketing. Struggling photographers think that marketing is simply about advertising, but they're mistaken. It's not just about driving traffic to your site or social media accounts. The foundational truth behind solid marketing is this. You want to establish credibility as an expert in your industry. And how can you do that? Well, one way, and in my opinion, the best way is with testimonials from happy clients who will speak positively about their experience working with you. Because at the end of the day, word of mouth always carries more weight than other forms of promotion like paid ads. Think about it like this. You're considering hiring two photographers. Both have a great reputation, beautiful photos, and similar pricing. And one of the photographers doesn't have any testimonials or reviews on her website. And one of them has five testimonials throughout the website from different clients saying things like, Jennifer was worth every penny. I can't wait to hire her again. Or I was honestly hesitant to hire Jennifer because of the price, but I can tell you that working with her was worth every penny she charged and more. Or I was worried about how I look in the photos because I have a little baby weight left over, but I cried when I saw the photos because I love every single image with me in it. So which photographer would you hire, right? Let's dive into this clip where I'm going to share how to sculpt a killer testimonial. Okay, so let's talk about how to sculpt a killer testimonial. Of course, you have to decide who to ask. So ideally pick someone who works with you for the service that you want to specialize in and market for. Okay. So as a birth photographer, I would never reach out to someone who's, you know, senior I photographed or whose wedding I photographed. I've never been the primary shooter of a wedding, but you know what I mean? Those aren't services I want to specialize in. So I'm not in so interested in getting their feedback on that because my goal with these testimonials is to improve myself as a photographer, as well as use it for marketing purposes. So I know it can be tough when you're asking for a testimonial, but don't go into it expecting all rainbows and butterflies, because they might have some feedback for you that you don't really want to hear. But the truth is that some of my best business growth came from testimonials and reviews that were hard to hear, but I knew that they were right. And I use that information to shape my business and grow and serve in a better capacity. So don't feel bad if they don't have all glowing things to say about you. Instead, take that information and say, okay, is this true? And if so, how can I be better next time? So that's first, decide who you want to ask. Then decide on what type of testimonial content you want from them. Do you want a video? Do you want a written statement? Or maybe both? Um, in general, people like hearing stories more than reading facts. 
So I like to use both whenever possible because doing that increases conversion rates among your potential clients. So you can do video testimonials one of two ways. The first is to give the client a list of questions to answer on video. So you would just say, hey, here's these questions I'd love for you to answer on video. Just get in front of a window with some good light, set up your phone, tell them if you want it up and down or side to side, like make it super simple for them. The second way to do a video testimonial is to interview them on Zoom and record the interview. So of course, if you're doing an interview, you know it has the potential to be awkward. We've actually tested this a little bit. Um, Stephanie has done it after ordering appointments to get feedback. And she said it's fine, but she feels like if they, she said she felt like if they had time on their own to think about it and weren't so like on the spot, it might be a little more genuine. So maybe send the questions ahead of time if you're going to do the interview. Um, but if you do the interview, you know it's happening right then and you don't have to like bug them and wait for them to send you a video, right? So there's kind of pros and cons for both. But a few testimonial questions that you could ask are what led you to work with me? How did we work together? And what were the benefits of working together? Is there anything that stands out about our relationship or my services? And was your experience worth the investment? If you decide to go the written testimonial route, create a form on your website or with Google Forms or Typeform and just ask your, your clients to fill it out. So you can ask people to fill out that questionnaire whenever they want. That way they have more time to answer it and think about their responses. But there is one problem with letting people fill it out on their own, and that is that they might never do it. So there's kind of, like I said, there's pros and cons with the video testimonial, the written testimonial, all those things. So just kind of weigh it and see what feels right for you. Of course, the easiest thing to do for everyone is going to be the written testimonial route, but there's definitely a lot of benefits to doing video as well, because video definitely um, builds trust faster. So when you're editing the testimonial, this is really important because you don't want to just take the testimonial and post this huge long paragraph of text on your website, right? You want to edit it down to the best of the best. You want to remove filler words or sentences that don't address a problem your potential client has. So for example, if the testimonial said things like, Allison was so nice, or Allison's photos are beautiful, like, that's good and fine, but it's not as strong as it could be. What if instead it said something like, my husband was so worried about having another person in the room during the birth. But as soon as we met with Allison, my husband felt so much more comfortable with the idea and we hired her on the spot. Now my husband is so thankful she was there and he didn't have to worry about taking photos. See how much more powerful it is when the client gets really specific. And that comes from really specific questions. Man, what a great year of solo shows it has been. And I want to say thank you to you for being here. Whether you've listened to all 75 plus episodes or this is your very first, I am excited that our paths have crossed. Make sure to connect with me on Instagram at underscore the beauty and birth underscore, whether that's just to say hi or maybe even to share your favorite episode from the year. Next week, we're going to have our best of interview podcasts from 2021. And we had some amazing guests last year. So that is one you will not want to miss. 
Make sure and hit subscribe wherever you're listening so that each new episode is automatically downloaded when they're released. And my friend, if you have a passion, it is not an accident. Not everyone loves the thing that you love. So whatever your passion is, I hope that you get out there and make it happen. Have a great final week of 2021.